0: I'm Talina and I'm Gabby and this is one podcast fits all a show made by funny Latinas who refuse to fit in every Tuesday we'll talk about our struggles
1: regale you with embarrassing stories fascinate you with original sketches and delight you with hilarious parodies one One podcast Podcast fits fits all
0: welcome back to one podcast fits all we are so glad you're here Hey, come on over to our website and connect with us on all of our socials. OnePodcastFitsAll.com If you enjoy our show, please show love by rating, reviewing, and subscribing. That way, you know, whenever we put out a brand new episode, you're the first one to know. Follow us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you
1: consume your podcasts. I just imagine the subscribe button floating over your head. Uh-huh, and then, then just smashing it. Yeah.
0: Smash that subscribe button. Yeah. Today, we're talking about success. Que éxito.
1: Right? And, you know, that could be in different forms. To many people, success equals happiness. And getting to your goals, exceeding expectations, and maintaining your spot on the rat race is essential for some. But success can be measured in so many ways. Today, we'll explore what success means to us. And I honestly,
0: I always thought of success being in like career i never really i feel like now as you get older and as you start kind of defining your life in different ways i and now i can understand the concept of like being successful in different areas of your life
1: right when i was little to me success was always like test scores Mm. like success was having good grades Right, so that was like my a huge measure of success for me. But then when I started having bad grades, it like destroyed my self esteem, because yeah. so I was like, I I've been going to every class, right. I'm seeing what the teacher is talking about, I'm taking these damn notes, and yet when the test comes, like I was always terrible at testing. Taking, yeah, it would make me super nervous. And then after the fact, after the test, when, when, you know, you talk to your classmates about like, Hey, what did you put? And they would explain to me what they put. I'd be like, Oh, of course.
0: Yeah. Duh. What duh. was I thinking? I, I actually I... knew this. Yeah. I feel like that. Look, I feel like that for like, uh, like auditions and shit. I feel like I, I kind of don't audition very well because I, I don't know. There's so many. It's just too much pressure. Oh, I have self-sabotaged
1: auditions. I have before.
0: self-sabotaged yeah. plenty
1: of, of auditions. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I went to an audition here in Miami, actually. And it was really bad because I went with an in. Like, I knew the people there and, like, they were, they were friendly faces. Uh-huh. And it was one of these, like, oh, Gabby, you should come audition for this play. Yeah. Wink, wink, mm-hmm. you know. Well, maybe not wink, wink, but, you know. But like, yeah, we well, you know us. We know you. We know right. your, We know your work. But the fact that I knew them and that they knew me. Killed me. Uh-huh. And completely made me freeze up. I've never been. Can you imagine me paralyzed in but, acting? But why? Cause you like Medio pena. Yeah. Medio pena. Medio cosa. I was embarrassed. I was self-conscious. Cause they all know me in the in a social setting. Yeah. Right? They know about front theater. They know the things, but it's 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 weird, you know. Right. Like when you when you have a group of people that know you in a social setting and then they want to put you on the spot. I mean, it's just being on the spot. It can be very... Exactly. Like,
0: painful. And not even... And, and the thing is, is it's not even like... We can do shows in front of an audience and not bat an eye. It's the fact that these people are sitting here judging every single piece of your performance. And they're not there to just, like, enjoy it. Right. I think that little They're there to, thing, quali- to qualify right, you. Right. And that little
1: detail... Yeah, I just can't deal with it. So to me, I always thought that success was getting the part, right? Getting on audition or getting on the team or, or whatever. Or, yeah, yeah, exactly. Making the team, exactly. Yeah. Where nowadays, uh, uh, I think success is showing up. <laughs> hey man, amen. That's I. I feel like that's
0: great. That's a good way to put it. It really is because showing up is eighty percent of the battle, to be honest. Yeah.
1: You know, and this is a conversation that I have with my husband a lot too, because we kind of live a lifestyle uh, that's not mainstream. We decided we don't we don't want to have children. We, when we got married, which we talked about in the previous episode, we know we do it our own thing. So every time we do life, we try to take our own spin on it. Mm-hmm. So that also has um, changed our perspective on success too, because now we're like, okay, now we can set our own measuring bars. As to where we want to be in life. Yeah. So maybe we're not homeowners yet. But ultimately, that's not what's going to define if I'm happy or not. Like to me, I feel very successful right now, today. Yeah. This podcast to me is successful.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because we're fucking putting in the work. We're actually doing it. Yeah. We've been consistent about it. Yeah. We put the work in. I feel like also, you know. Things serve you for as long as they serve you, and I feel like what it, it, just because something comes to an end doesn't mean that you quit or doesn't mean that it wasn't successful. It just means that like that's that's it, that's over. Like that esa etapa ya pasó. Ahora es la próxima. What's the next step? What are we going to do now? Because I feel like too, I feel like I am very good at the initiation. I'm very good at like starting shit. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm finishing is a different story and maybe that's why when i do stuff i try to come in with someone else so that we can hold each other accountable because you know sometimes i just feel like going fuck this shit to everything and just being like you know forget it but it's not gonna make me happy i I have to keep doing it you know Mm -hmm. so i i don't think that it's you've I don't think it's that you failed, and I don't think it's that you've given up. But sometimes I feel like you've done something for a long
1: time, and it's already you've outgrown it. Like you need to go to the next step. Yeah. So well, that happened to me recently with Frontier Theater Collective. My 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 child. Yeah. My baby, uh, and I've taken a break from it for for a while now. Like the pandemic was my wake up call. Speaking from my privilege over here. But when, when we were forced to cancel all of our shows during the pandemic and I hadn't done our monthly front-year theater shows for a while, I was, like, relieved. And I felt horrible for feeling relieved. Right. Because, you know, everybody's always counting on me to produce these shows once a month. We found a budget for it. We were getting paid to do it. Yeah. We had props. We had music. We had lights. We had all these things. And I was so stressed out. And we kept having more and more and more people in the audience, so like the show was super successful, right? And if you had told Gabby from five years ago that that was gonna happen, I would have not have believed it. I would have been so like ecstatic about it. And then when I got there, I was like, I don't want this. It's just because it's so it's
0: it's it's a consistent thing. Consistency is really difficult and just putting together event, an event a show i mean it's Once a hard a work month. it's really hard every work every month
1: new scripts new and, rehearsals, and, and new a lot characters. of performers
0: and a ton of performers i feel like it's easy Egos. To, when you have a tight small group of people that you can you can you know work with creatively where you guys understand it's a give and take like it's you know what i mean like it's not yeah People are okay with their idea not, like, taking a back seat. Like, it's not like all of us are always dying to, like, do our shit. Like, we understand that if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. And we move on. Exactly did it for a long time you pulled it off maybe it's not the end of front yard but maybe it's just like well getting... it isn't
1: it isn't the end of front yard because it's just it it, it opened my eyes to say okay we can do the things like for example we did quarantine around the world which was our online series during the pandemic yeah and that opened my eyes to video making and editing you're yeah, like I wasn't telling you that for years but hey there was many you know things what? that you told me for years <laughs> <laughs> that I just now opened my eyes like, to you guys
0: video people don't have to show up to your show they can just click on your video right you know but even then it's hard for people to just do that right because because you're wrangling a group of
1: people so i'm still producing something so i'm still wrangling people and i'm wrangling them from home yeah so i'm like accosting people on text messages on the our facebook group via email and then people were sending me all of their videos and i had to put them together into this Half an hour, 45 minute show every Friday during the pandemic. Yeah. So, but that gave you, you see,
0: so then it evolved into something that gave you more skills to do something else. A hundred
1: percent. I feel yeah. like if I hadn't done that, I wouldn't be here now talking with yeah. you. Like that led me to explore the podcast creating world. And then linking up with you, your inspiration from Pot smoking Mom. So, so to me, like I said before, it's a success. Yeah. Okay. We need to find ways to monetize it. So pretty soon you'll hear ads, people. Don't complain. <laughs> um, we need to find, you know, we, we're, right, we're going right. to keep goals Because
0: ultimately, like, that's what we, we you know. Y- y- I'm happy, bro. Success I'm happy. would be that is incremental goals, right? Like, we would be gaining a little bit, getting a little exactly, better. Exactly. Getting more audience.
1: And I mean, the best way to do it is word of mouth. <laughs> subscribing and rating us. <laughs> Telling your friends. <laughs> you know, shameless plug. Hey, are you sick of being mediocre? Tired
0: of being a loser and ready for success? Hi, I'm
1: Skip Hobson, and I'm going to help you be awesome. Tell him, Susie. With Skip's new and easy four-step course, you can stop being regular and start being amazing. He will teach you all cutting-edge techniques like lying to your mom, Lying to your husband and lying to your friends? What
0: Susie means is you will learn power moves like backstabbing a colleague by saying their idea louder than them in a meeting to take the credit. Then actually manipulating them into executing it so you can bask
1: in their glory. Skip, that's literally what you did to me when I pitched this course. And I'm
0: still waiting on you to finish the PowerPoint. You will also learn how to undermine your boss by pinpointing a small issue in your department and bringing it up directly to
1: the higher ups. Yeah, I'm your boss Skip and you went over my head to demand stand up desks for the entire office to increase productivity and now we all have scoliosis. And my personal favorite, cheating on your wife because she's so dominant
0: it's literally impossible to achieve any kind of intimacy without shattering your ego.
1: Wait, you cheated on me? look all the bullshit at work i can take but this is it it's over you better not be there when i come home if that wasn't enough you can
0: sign up for personal one-on-one sessions with me skip hobson i will come to your house and be your personal life coach you heard right i will literally stay in your home starting today and help you achieve the best you that has ever existed and never call me again Stop at nothing to be successful and sabotage all your meaningful relationships
1: today. Hey, hey. Pero it took 36 years of my life, I know, to get to this point because I always thought that to, that that success first of all when i was little i was sure that i was gonna win an oscar
0: <laughs> i still practice my speech
1: claro <laughs> claro and i was gonna walk the red carpet y- y todo eso. so luckily those are not my dreams anymore i'm good uh, well i think because life molds you into like honestly i
0: wouldn't i would not be able to live that life right now as me right now
1: we were just talking the other day about snl how the people that work on Saturday Night Live, the writers and the actors, they have no life. Yeah, like that's their life. They live in the studio. Which
0: I get. Like if that's the kind of life you get into and that's how you live, that could I be could have success done success too. I could
1: have done that when I was 23. Yeah. I, I 100% could have done that when I was for 23. Sure. I had no husband. I had no responsibilities. <laughs> yeah. You know, I had just graduated from art school. Bro, sign me up. Right. But I was living my best life in Europe. So I couldn't do it. Yeah. But hoy en día, it's like, no, I, I, I can't. You I know? love my house. Yeah. I love being home.
0: But also, so so yeah, so the, the idea of success is no longer like being on SNL. I mean, even though like I wouldn't turn it down, like I would be a host. I would want to be a host on SNL, right?
1: Yeah, and that yeah, dream host.
0: is still yeah, yeah. accessible we could do it but like having to fucking put on a show and being up all night for days and in the studio and writing all these sketches and mind you basis, you
1: have to produce something every week stressful. otherwise you get fired like you have to uh, uh, rise to the top you have to be the creme de la creme yeah cause if you don't get a sketch on air in X amount of weeks Lor Michaels calls you to his office and he's like hi we're paying you so much pressure Go make something or else. Bye-bye. Yeah. Mm-mm, no, thank you. I feel very successful when I drive into my house uh. and I see all the beautiful trees and the bay and I walk into my apartment and I take off my bra. <laughs> all I want is my house, no bra, no bra. and my gummies. And my gummies.
0: <laughs> I brought you over to the dark side.
1: I am in the dark side. So another uh concept that i wanted to get your opinion on uh-huh. was this whole thing that i hear now of like monetizing your hobby of this whole mentality of oh my take god the side love, hustle yeah decide, take what you love and figure out how to get paid for it people make it sound so easy but why do i have to get paid for doing the hobby that relaxes me yeah that's true
0: Oh, sad so because kept, it's gonna be—it's no longer a hobby now. It's like it turns into m- your, your job, job, your
1: career, which is what happened to me. And I know this sounds ungrateful, but kind of what happened to me with frontier theater too. Like it became like something that I need to do. That I need to do. Yeah, it, it stopped making me happy, right? Because I love being a struggling artist. <laughs> I love but being listen, poor, but I but I like no, but
0: at the same time, I do. I feel like I am driven. And I am competitive enough to where I do need to find how to make money off of the things that I love the most.
1: So what do you You have a hobby?
0: I mean, my hobby is this. This is my hobby. My hobby is writing silly shit and then acting it out and capturing it on camera or on on recording it and like entertaining people, whatever, however that may be. Whether I be on stage or whether I be like on um, TV or on recording. I like doing it. I'm trying to find ways to monetize it just because I feel like I can do it.
1: And like why not? But is but 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 that's not your ultimate measure of success. Like whether you whether we end up monetizing this podcast or not, to me at least I mean it, it would be part of a a, a it'd measure be great. of success. It it'd be awesome. I'm not you know, I yes Because
0: then it would motivate us to do more and get more and get and, and incrementally get more listeners and like yeah, like obviously success is not just doing it and keeping doing it and that's it. It's you're successful. There are some sort of measures that will that you need to take into account because how do you measure your growth then?
1: I feel like I would I measure success by how I feel. This could change. Maybe a year from now I'll be like, yeah, I was full of shit. But right now, <laughs> yeah. if I feel accomplished, to me that's that's successful.
0: I feel that way too,
1: but it doesn't mean that I'm not hungry for that next level but of see, like- That's good. That's good because I don't have that right right at least right now right. i'm in a place where i'm like having fun i'm having fun i do my podcast with my friends i'm freelancing which i want to i ultimately
0: that is also the goal is like to keep that same energy of like pero
1: con dinero but exactly <laughs> but getting paid es que me, I, I, i've become more of a socialist in my old age because like all this capitalistic
0: you know why though because i feel like when you talk about money and success it there's a pressure that's added into it which is true there is a pressure added into it right
1: but, but for example, you can have like, like a successful marriage doesn't necessarily mean a millionaire marriage. Or
0: perfect, or a perfect or a perfect marriage. Or a
1: perfect marriage. Like, like to me, I feel like I have a successful marriage with all of our flaws. Me too. But yeah. we still stand each other. We've been together for over 10 years. Yeah. I mean and we still stand each other. Yeah. You know, and there's not another person. Yeah, that even rather, there are moments, I'm sure we want to kill each other. But... Yeah. Yeah,
0: but yeah, I feel like my I have a successful relationship. I've been successful in that department, and you have two kids to prove it. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) no, they can't see me looking at you with this (laughs) face. She just gave me psycho eyes. Yeah, of like I need las bendiciones. Yeah,
1: yeah, I feel like yeah, but see, okay, I love this. Cause a lot of people want to measure their their marriage success with the fact that they have kids or not have kids, right? So people look at a childless marriage like 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 me, and they're like, oh, but that's but that's because that's their definition of success. Exactly. That's not your but definition having kids or not having kids is it shouldn't be a definition of success. No, I mean unless you feel unless like you it should really be. want them, yeah. Uh, uh, o sea, que te nace el sentimiento that you want to be a mom, yeah, that you really want to raise a family. Awesome. Yeah. I, I applaud you and the world needs beautiful things like that. Pero yo no tengo how eso. It <laughs> not how it starts. Ask me later how it's going. That's <laughs> not how it ends. Pero por lo menos I've, always, I've had that very clear for many, many years now that I don't have that maternal instinct. Like, it's just not, it's not there. I feel like a lot of people say that. And like, there's nothing
0: wrong with that. Um... But I don't, I never, I don't know. I never walked around thinking, oh, yes, I am maternal. I can take care of this and I can take care of that. Like, I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, maternal instinct is an instinct. So you don't know whether you have it. Like, you don't really have it until the moment arises where you need to oh, use I it. Oh, I see what you mean. You I get what I mean? mean?
1: But you wanted, but you knew that you wanted kids. Um. Hot topic, no, everybody. No, I did but I,
0: I, I. I for I for a long time was like I'm cool without him, but you guys had a planned parenthood. We did because we were like, well, we like each other enough to where we think making another one of us. Mm-hmm. We were like, okay, cool, let's do it. But see, you that's know? what I it was. wasn't the, like you... I I was like bent on it from the get. Like you know what I mean. Glad it wasn't like I want to have kids and a family. It was like, oh, that that'll be nice if that happens.
1: Right, when it
0: happens, let's and then we for were it. like, yeah,
1: "Let's, we could try." Okay, okay, perfecto. See, this is uh something that when me and my husband talked about it, because we did, we sat down one one night, you know, late one night, were like, which I feel like you have to be very straight up with the person you're getting into a long term relationship. Yeah. With. So before we got married, we had already been together for eight years, but before we signed the contract, one night I was like, "Listen, I don't think I want to have kids." And before we get married, I just feel like we should kind of have this conversation. And he was like, oh, thank God. (laughs) Nice. And I was like, oh, sweet. Because we were both kind of like avoiding the convo. And he was telling me like, yo, like when you turn 30, I was like, oh, my God, this bitch is going to want to start having kids. soon." (laughs) And when I turned 30, I was like, oh, my God, thank God I still don't have kids. I'm good. I'm good. So we, we, we were both on the same page. And it was never like, oh you know if it's an accident or if it happens it was always like no let's avoid it yeah. <laughs> let's just plan for it yeah. not to happen you know right. and we did have the combo like okay imagine that there's an accident and i do get pregnant by accident highly unlikely um you know when when what that what would you do what would happen right what would happen well at first uh, in the in the hypothetical combo that we had we said okay we'll have it because I don't personally want would want to uh go through an abortion. Yeah. Um I'm pro choice.
0: Me too. But personally But personally I would, for I don't me, know. me
1: me da cosita, me da yeah. cosita morally and physically both I don't I don't uh, it's an icky yeah. subject for me. Right. So I don't think I would be able to go through with an abortion. Uh, me too. Uh, agreed. Um so I would have it but uh it, it would destroy our marriage. Like a hundred percent. I know that it would shift things. We are very, very selfish We like to get up and go at a moment's notice. We love to travel. We love to be very impulsive. No cocinamos. So we're like, we don't have a schedule. We're nocturnal. So a kid would completely uh, obliterate us. Being successful can be hard work. All those years spent at the company, starting at entry level, and now running a department. Marriage. Marriage. 2.5 kids and a mortgage. All of a sudden, you're in your mid-40s, bald, and make grunting noises every time you stand up from the couch. When did you get old? When did you stop being fun? Why has life lost its meaning? Do you even recognize your spouse anymore? Stop thinking about time lost and recover your youth with us. From the people that brought to you Faith's Family Fat Camp, we bring you Back in the Day's Camp. Here in Back in the Days, we offer you an all-inclusive, immersive experience for you to feel just like Back in the Days. We'll pick you up from the airport in a convertible sports car, blasting classic rock hits from ACDC and Aerosmith. No luggage needed, we'll provide you with millennial tight jeans and medium t-shirts upon arrival. Next stop will be to your personal cottage outfitted with a hipster barbershop where you can wax your nose hairs and get a fade with a pompadour. Don't worry, we'll get rid of those gray hairs too. I was tired of my boss
0: at work always putting me down. Asking me to work overtime, I couldn't do it anymore. So I quit my job and took out an early retirement to come live here at Back in the Days. It's the best decision I ever made. My cottage has its own pharmacy with unlimited ibuprofen, Pepto-Bismol, Tiger Balm, Melatonin, B12, and even a little Spanish fly.
1: I feel like I'm 30 again. That's right. All of our raves, parties, and events end at 11 p.m. So you can still go to sleep at a decent hour and run errands the next day. My husband and the kids took me for granted for so
0: many years, I lost touch of who I really was. Here at Back in the Days, my cottage came equipped with an in-house beautician and Botox specialist. Now I look like if Joan Rivers and Cher had a wax doll baby. I love going out to the Frosé bar and getting hit on by the gay bartenders.
1: Back in the Days has all the newest technology to make you feel and look at least 10 years younger. Vampire facials, new organ transplants, full face replacements and try our highly coveted child's blood transfusions using blood from only the kids who got picked first in school sports. No chubbies or nerds. <laughs> what? What? Never mind. Come to Back in the Days and feel like you did in 2003. Did did you just say child's blood? No, I said Destiny's Child. Remember then, ladies of your man at home, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the club is full of on the that mm-hmm. was a good song, yeah, Because mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. eleven thirty mm-hmm. in the- Help! In the-
0: help me! Wait a second. No more tricks.
1: Is is that a child asking for help? I think you might be hallucinating from the ecstasy you but took earlier. I never consented to taking ecstasy. What
0: what is this place? Why, why do why, why do I have a scar on my stomach? What is going
1: on? Nothing weird is happening here. Come to back in the days and never see your old friends and family again. As we will take you on a journey of eternal youth. <laughs> Elliot! Patty! Get the stretcher. We have a fresh one.
0: I don't even want to talk about like success when my kids are in school and I have to like also... Keep up with that. Because right. That's and be another thing. Hey, yeah, I have to also be an advocate for the success for my
1: child's success.
0: Yeah. So now I'm responsible for but not only mine, but theirs.
1: But you're very lucky because you have a successful marriage and you have a partner that also takes care of the kids. Yeah. And you have a partner that's very involved in their day to day. Yeah. Because I've met countless people my age, our age, that are not that old, where the woman does everything and the father like doesn't even know the kids' teachers' names. Yeah. Y me parece una cosa ridícula. In this day and age, me parece ridículo that a father doesn't know the day-to-day uh, uh, life of yeah. their kids. Yeah, that's unfortunate.
0: Um, my husband does does participate a lot. In, and I mean, just because he knows that, that it's important. He knows that it's important. And it's important to me too, just because I, like, I was raised in an environment where my family was very supportive of me and... You know, yeah, me could too. try to push me to do things that I wanted to do, which is great. Like I, not only did I do, I, I did I enjoy that, and that was a part of my life that I loved the most. Is like the support that my family was like, oh, you love to be funny, right? You love to act, be on stage. You like to sing, sing. Like because a lot of people, a lot of parents shoot their kids down. They're like, oh, that's fucking clown shit. Like why would you get into that? You're in Yeah, pasar hambre, for sure. which you will. But I mean, I think I think. Creative people feel uh, genuinely fulfilled by being creative no matter how much money they do get or not. So, like, yeah, that is a part of the success of being a creative is, like, you being able to be uh, uh, proud of the work that you put forward. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's part of success is me being able to make something and not only be confident that people will enjoy it, but then also people enjoy it. And boom, it's success, right? Whenever, Whenever
1: we th- make, I feel like we're on the same page in, in regards to like our idea of success is much more tame and much more. I want to say root, uh, grassroots than than mainstream success. Like everybody thinks of success as making more than a hundred thousand a year, yeah. owning a home, having a, a two point five kids and a white pickup fence. A, a Carro del año. Yeah, but I feel like unless you're there. If that is if that is the idea of
0: success to you unless you are there you're going to have a hard life bro
1: that's what i'm saying you know? that's that's why people yeah. are miserable in yeah, the world I, because everybody wants to try to get the american dream yeah not everybody's having a kylie things. and a
0: fucking kardashian like you know nobody and not everybody has the luxury of being able to to live like these fulfilled lives just because they have the money to just do what they want but everything oh, comes at a cost I, I saw so funny. Today I was watching this um interview with Macaulay Culkin. He was on Ellen as like an adult. And so I feel like Macaulay Culkin is this person who had success as a kid and was like, I'm good. I'm um, I could do whatever I want now. So well, I'm going to do whatever I want now. He had
1: to sue his parents, you remember that, right? I, I yeah. He I, sued his parents because they uh, uh, mishandled his money that he yeah. made when he was a child. Which star. ultimately,
0: how do you know as a kid? How can you
1: even, you know, you don't really know because it's
0: your parents are the ones who are in charge of the money. And Pero él ganó. R- yeah. So ultimately, the story with the the interview is kind of like, I just felt like this vibe of him of like I'm a normal guy. I ha- I have fun now. Like, my childhood, I was making money and this and that. But now, as an adult, I and I, when I saw the money, I was like, cool. Now I get to do whatever I want for the rest of my life. Exactly. And that's what he's doing. And I think that's so cool that he's like, I don't care about success. He's like, I, don't I wake need up, to be... I do my heroin, I feel great. No, he's <laughs> not doing that me. I don't think he did. I mean, there was a time there he looked rough. He looked, he looked rough. But I feel like, I mean... Lately he's been doing really good. I don't know, you know. But but that shows you how goals can change throughout your life too. Like Right, but I mean imagine that, like at his age, an eight year old,
1: like he was like a fucking pop star in the movie world. Do you are you aware of how many Macaulay Culkins exist nowadays on YouTube? Listen These little that's millionaire a whole There's world.
0: millionaire. Kids. I have my my kids watch the unbox videos. Kids. And I, I the other day they were watching one where it's a. Uh, a girl, it's three girls, but the oldest one dresses up as a grandma and she pretends like she's the grandma. But the girls were like super into this video and it was teaching them about vegetables and fruits and stuff. And I was just like, okay, if let me, I can do something while they're watching. Right. But like I looked them up. And they're millionaires. Girl, they're millionaires. Millionaires. They were showing, there was a part where they're like, You know, they play with toys and they do stuff, but you see their house or something? That shit looked wild. I was like, is this their house or is this like some play mansion? Because it looked insane. But imagine, I mean, if that's their job and they're getting paid millions of dollars, they're going to build sets within their house so they could like film all of their shit there. Claro, exacto. You know? And that's a lot of these people, as a majority of the things, is like you see the the parents have it set up and they film within their house,
1: which are like...
0: Buku books.
1: But, dude, success at that level comes at a cost. That's why I don't want to have that type of crazy success. Like, I'm good with my goals. I was watching a video yeah. of this. Couple. A, lot, a lot of shit comes with that kind claro, of success. Dude. Claro. Because it becomes your life. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have to, like, dude, look at us. It's so hard. Everybody out there, you have no idea how hard it is to create content. It is exhausting and to kind of hang your ego up so
0: that your content can do its own thing because sometimes you you can't you can't get too hung up on perfection because if Uh not you'll never push it out so
1: imagine now your content is your sole livelihood. And your content is creating millions of, of views on YouTube. Yeah, that's a lot and of millions pressure. Millions of dollars. And you have advertisers on your back and you have, it's a lot of pressure. It's a and lot
0: of pressure. It's
1: so hard to come up with ideas. And now you live in a Mac mansion full of sets and cameras. I mean, even though like you can pay for help. So it's like you don't,
0: part of content creation and part of the thing that hinders, I think, success. Is that there's so much that goes into it that it's like really exhausting, right? Because you know, thankfully Anna's come on to help us too. Anna is a an lot angel of work. sent from I know, heaven. I know she's like because really, if she didn't do what she did, I don't. I might have been losing my my mind around around. No,
1: we be we be pretty <laughs> you know? behind on this season. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know. But but esa es la cosa. Like I was listening to Jenny Lorenza and Joanna Houseman's podcast that I'm also obsessed with. And they were talking about how hard it is to create content, especially at the beginning, because you are your own everything.
0: Uh And that's why I feel like if you do get some of that success from all of that virality, like if you could pay people to help you pull the shit off. But then, but yeah, because your scale gets bigger and your scale gets bigger. And And now you have to manage a team. Yeah. And and, and you have a lot of. things to turn in and like it's like yeah and you have to delegate and you have to give direction and you have to hire and fire people and you have to respond to people can i say this when our other when one of my tiktoks was going off a lot of people were you know commenting and stuff and it could be really hard to keep track of everything like you want to make sure everybody knows that you're paying attention to them but it gets very like tired content and then is people, needy and then when new people come into your feed like one of your videos go viral and people start commenting nasty shit
1: like that can be really hard to deal with but look at the other yeah. I, I saw a vice report on a couple that has an only fans and uh it's a, it's a porno only fans that they do they're a married couple with kids mm-hmm. and all I could think of. a hot of couple or something. They're super hot. Yeah, yeah. They're ridiculously hot. And the guy brilliant. has like all these tattoos. Like, yeah have tetas gigantes. Like, they're a super hot couple. Uh-huh. And they film their OnlyFans at home and they have like all these costumes and a sex swing and toda la cosa, uh-huh. right? But then their job is to have sex with each other on mm-hmm. camera every day. Yeah. So how I was, then, then how do you like when get intimate? you? Because then you. When do you have intimacy? Right, Exacto. Yeah. When do you connect?
0: Yeah. When do you that have? That be very draining on our relationship. Just like I feel like I can never. But they be, make
1: bank. They make
0: bank. Pero but they're expensive.
1: Why? No, no No me lo creo. Yeah. No me lo creo.
0: Yeah, I hear you. I understand why. Yeah, I mean, or at least it, it'll come a point in time where like that's hard that's really hard yeah these what people you- who was what i was gonna say is these youtubers or these people who are like very open about their life i can never be that no. these people have like millions of viewers and it's like basically them like hey come with me while i go run a go to target and run an errand and it's i'm called just like IRL. how the fuck can you do how 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 can you keep up with that kind of Blogging, vlogging where you're constantly,
1: hey guys, just wanted to show you, blah, blah, blah. But that doesn't tell you. That is having a, a an amount of success that is unsustainable and unhealthy. Which is what I feel the capitalistic way of thinking of monetize, monetize, turn yourself into a brand. You know, g- g- keep going, get g- get followers, get social. What about this? It's toxic
0: what about this toxic part of it what about like so many ears on what you say now everything is scrutinized and people are picking everything apart but what you say or or you know what i mean because i had a friend who okay and this is where this there's a couple themes this this season that arise from a friend of mine or like an acquaintance of mine who we were pretty good friends at one time and we were doing the stand-up scene and she like She got a viral video and she went on to, like, just go big. Like, she was on talk shows. She had, like, a big YouTube following, but it got bigger after this. And she was... I mean, she blew up and has gotten primetime network work Mm -hmm. out of all of it. But but I I listened to an audiobook she wrote because randomly, like, when we were friends she was in a serious relationship and we got it like me and my husband were friends with her and her boyfriend mm-hmm. they ended up getting married and um how i got back into looking into her was because my husband was like oh they are not together anymore they divorced and i was like what because you know like she had gotten so successful that i had to like turn her off i had to like get her out of my sight mm-hmm. because i i mean i don't know
1: it because you're human, bro. You're right.
0: Natural, not jealousy, but just like after a while of seeing someone's constant successes, because ultimately that's what social media is, right? Yeah. You know, I was just kind of like, I don't like the way that
1: I'm feeling when I see her. Let me not see her anymore. So that's I good, took her out a of good my- That's theme for next season. We got to do an episode on envy and jealousy. We have that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, but I was just like, let me turn her off because I don't- You know, I don't like how I'm feeling when I see her and I don't like how it makes me feel. And then it's just like a whole thing. Mm -hmm. So she had been out of my mind for a while. He found, I guess, a a memory in Facebook. So then he went into the loophole of like, oh, what is she doing? Mm -hmm. Then he finds out that they're not together anymore. So then I'm like, oh, shit. So then I start going back and looking and like going, oh, you know, thinking about our friendship. And then I see she has an audio book and I listened to it, and like, it's like, uh, throughout all this time, I thought she was super successful, like, here she was struggling with a bunch of different things, and she talked about it, and how she overcame certain things, and I was just very, like, blown away, because I was like, she's super successful, but like, I don't know, uh, having a divorce, obviously, there were things that weren't successful in her relationship and having a divorce being broadcast online yeah that too that i think is super hard like i feel like i felt like bad for her because although she was super successful since she had casted her life online this whole time she had a podcast with her husband and then and it abruptly ended and everybody i was i know i looked into it too much but everybody was like oh what happened divorce is traumatic as so fuck, it's bro. like damn then afterwards i was like damn man that sucks because here i am thinking her life is fucking great like oh and in the main in the background like there's some parts of it like because too highly successful he was a lawyer she was she became a tv i mean not star but she was heavily like she had her own show and everything at one point point. and he was a lawyer like how do you how do you have spent time together how do you spend quality time together you know what
1: I mean? Like somewhere down the line, something's going to, but it's at the bro. Success is overrated. Yeah. I don't want to have that type of success. I, uh, okay. To close out the, the episode, I wish for my success to look like, uh, me, uh, uh, and my husband, you know, if we get to own a home one day, that'll be awesome. But to me, success would be to be able to keep freelancing and having enough time for us to travel and to buy our little trinkets and just fill our house with souvenirs like how we love to do and go out to eat at restaurants and have that freedom. Yeah. That's it. If the rest of my life is like that, I'm solid, bro. Dame salud. Eso es todo.
0: That's very humbling. Uh, I, on the other hand... I I I want like I I want to keep doing what I do creatively. I don't want to necessarily be like famous, but um, but
1: famous in like Hialeah, Miami <laughs> Lakes, you know. Downtown. I don't know. Like, look, I like I like I like
0: cult following, right? Like, I like having a. I don't need to be, you know. I don't know what. What can I compare myself to? You know, I I don't expect to be this crazy superstar, but like, I want to write. I want to be, I want to, you know, write for a show. I want to have my own, like, I I still. Big big fish, small pond.
1: Yeah. But in a good way. I don't mind being a. uh Okay, okay, okay. Being, Being popular. Having, having
0: an audience receive my work. Having, okay. You know, having a a, a following. Right. Like I I still want to have, of course, I have a family and I want my kids to be successful and I want to be there to help them be successful and my husband and everything. But I still, I do want to like, I do want to chase like success in the sense that like I want the stuff that I make. I want people to like the stuff that I make. I don't need to get an Oscar. I don't need to make thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars. But I want to have like an audience that appreciates my work.
1: And I want to tag along. (laughs) You ride my coattails with success. I will ride those coattails, baby, and wave. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm excited for For uh, our success. For our success. (laughs) I'm really excited for our uh, season finale episode. Yeah, I know. We've been
0: working on some really good stuff. We're trying to get better and make it, polish it exactly so that you guys will exactly can, we will not stop watching it and listening to it
1: but we're, <laughs> but we're breaking the news that uh, it will be our season finale for now the next episode yeah so start getting used to the idea <laughs> and just re-listen to all of our episodes in the meantime yeah we'll bring you stuff too we'll keep bringing you
0: stuff I know content yes all right all right well we'll see you next week <laughs> bye bye